0: Welcome to Chicago National Association of Dance Masters podcast, a series dedicated to the education of dancers, teachers, studio owners, and dance practitioners. Past presidents, Debbie Warbrook and Julie Bodel discuss the various programs offered through CNADM. Listen to how these offerings can benefit studio owners, teachers, and dancers.
1: Well, Julie, thank you so much for taking time to provide this information uh, on this podcast, and congratulations on your three-year term thank as
0: you.
1: president. And I know you've kind of grown up at the CNADM, and so it's you can give us perspective from many different areas. So, if we kind of go through the range of all of the programs that are available at CNADM if we would start with training school, what can you tell us about training school?
0: Well, I think going back just a little bit farther before we talk about the specifics of each um, part of our workshop, CNADM is 107 years old, but it continues to um, be updated to serve the needs of its members or we're in education, I think when I Um, bring CNADM to mind. It's about education and, um, well, it's providing education in a lot of different areas. It's a unique educational experience. Yes. Yes. So if we start with the training school part of it, um, training school is where teachers and assistants come to learn to teach. They have, um, pedagogy and, um, just so much of the faculty tells them exactly, it's a, it's a graded curriculum that they go through from mm-hmm. training school, how to teach beginners, intermediate, advanced, um, preschool, so they're, and, and also in all forms, ballet, tap, jazz, modern, um, they incorporate lyrical, or, so mm-hmm. they're really touching on every subject to well, help with the education.
1: And, it, and it's a wonderful opportunity for both young teachers and teachers with experience to expand upon their learning. Um, they may have a wonderful base of training for themselves, but translating that into how to disseminate that information to their students is sometimes challenging. And so hearing it from a di- different perspective is always very helpful. Um, we we have training school. Also, we should talk about the fact that training school is a great base for building your knowledge, and then we can talk later about how that knowledge is recognized at CNADM. Um, also, going on during training school uh, is a favorite program of mine is dancing more, and that's for the. Um, pre-professional. Mm-hmm. And do you want to talk about that a little bit?
0: Well, I think that the experience they gain from that, um, you know, it's not just about the performance that's happening um, at the end of, of their session. It's also about, it's kind of an intimate relationship because the mm-hmm. numbers are small. And I feel mm-hmm. that the choreographer and the faculty get to know the dancers more one-on-one, mm-hmm. which helps with their growth and correction and um, just preparing them, whether they're going into college or a career in dance. It's kind of just that stepping stone of where are you going to go when you leave your studio.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I think that that's good to differentiate the, the study focus from dance and more. And maybe you have uh, an assistant who is interested in staying in the classroom and providing his or her information onto students and so their track would be more toward the training school and then the, the dancer who thinks that they want to go on professionally would would go into the dance and more track right yes. and i
0: think that so many of our um, faculty are um, professors at universities that they can offer so much of what they need to prepare for whether they're coming into the dance and more program at 16 or 18 so mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. or
1: or their professional um, dancers in their own right, right, and and have that knowledge that they bring to the students. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's great. Um, at the same time, almost a, a concurrently, would be Ballet Forum, right? And I know CNADM is really the first organization that established a Ballet Forum and a training such as that. Frank Ray way back. Uh, Started it right,
0: Uh, and talk about that a little bit. You know that started as one ballet form, and now it's grown to four. So there are four levels, and um, the age was lowered to uh, invite younger students um, to show them what it's all about. And it's four days of working with um, different choreographers. Every level does a ballet piece, But they're also um, each level has a different accent piece that's added to it, whether it's character, lyrical, modern, contemporary, something. So it gives them not only additional performance experience outside of the ballet realm, but also um, just a little extra. Right,
1: because dancers need to be so well rounded today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And then um, if you can speak a little bit about the ballet gala.
0: The ballet gala. So at the end of the five days, um, then we have our ballet form um, attendees perform at a gala, where they present the work that they've learned throughout the week.
1: Right. And that's wonderful. It's a wonderful showcase of all of the choreographers' work. And it is free and open to all of the teachers and attendees, the other students, the parents. So they have a wonderful, appreciative audience watching them. And and it's a wonderful opportunity for the audience members right. to see all of that work. That, and
0: I think it's also just amazing to see everything come together after five short days. It is.
1: It's, it's amazing. Yeah. It's mind-boggling that uh, all of it that goes on, especially when you're looking at the numbers You know that are there in all of those different um, areas. Um, well, let's talk just for a second. We'll come back to the rest of the programs that are there. But um why would it be important for people to become members of, first they have to attend, but then why would it be important for people to become a member of CNA? Well, I think
0: it's really important that, um, you know, our jobs are serious. I mean, we need to keep educated in the world of dance, um, you know, and I think that so many of our faculty um, mm-hmm. Teach so much more than just dance steps. That yeah, they're true. teaching them so many life lessons that is passed on, so that we can continue that. And, you know, I think that it's really important to be certified in the in your field. Um, just. You know, right for, for so many reasons. Right, right. You
1: wouldn't want your doctor to have a degree and never right. read a journal or attend any kind of conference, or. And be... I think
0: then it's about the education <coughs> because if you came as an attendee and then became a member, um, you know, you maybe you came and you only taught ballet, but by, by coming here, you're exposed to so much more of the different disciplines that you become certified in those as well. Right,
1: right. I know in speaking to some non-members in the past, they've been a little intimidated about taking the membership exam. Is that something that they should worry about?
0: No, I mean, we do provide study guides, um, you know, and um, study groups. And, you know, there's a preparation that takes place. And I think everybody is just apprehensive about the word test. Right. But, um, you know, you're working. It's not just the written test, pass or fail. There's a lot more that goes into it right exactly and
1: i think probably coming to cnadm and attending the sessions is a preparation in itself right. for taking the tests and you kind of get a feel for what is going to be presented what's expected and you know kind of gauge your knowledge and and know where you are and what you need to do to prepare right. for that i think that's really important now once someone becomes a member then where can they go from there
0: Well, um, there are other levels. Um, So after you become a member, then you can do your CDE, a certified dance educator. After um, so many hours, you prepare for the next uh, part of certification. And then um, after that, it's an MDE. So there is uh, three levels of certification that take place at CNADM.
1: And this is a progressive Uh, thing that takes place. And we do have an education director that Mm -hmm. guides the person and helps them with this process. And I think that it is, I think it's very impressive the the path that this takes. Um, I think it's a a big learning experience for people when they progress through the CDE and MDE programs, because I think that they're realizing how much knowledge they really have. They're documenting all of that. And, of course, there's help in doing that. But putting it together really validates how much information they possess and are able to um, hand on. So it's uh, it's very well recognized in the dance community, and it's a big help for everyone.
0: Yes. And I just think that so many of the... Um, uh, Dance educators that have received their CDE and MDE program do continue to come back for that mm-hmm. continuous education. And like I said before, that CNADM just um, you know a classic never dies. But they're still very right on top of what's happening in the dance world and bringing um, things that are current. I I, know, I, ac- yeah, I've
1: always been very impressed mm-hmm. for the fact that CNADM is not staying. You know resting on its laurels, it's always adding new concepts and new teachers and fresh ideas right. and and helping the dance studio owner in some of the Business things that classes absolutely
0: um, you know networking mm-hmm. is one of the biggest things when we come together. I, w- I was we... just
1: going to talk about that, both the formalized networking that are presented in the classes, but also the networking that happens naturally right. and the friendships that are exactly. made over the years right
0: exactly so.
1: Yeah, right. we have, we have uh, all of us have had friends that we would never have, know right. before, you know, unless this organization brought us together, and, and that, that's great. Um, talk a little bit about the student session and then possibly the student honors program, because, of course, we have things not only for the teachers and the advanced students, but all levels.
0: Well, we kind of think of our eight-day summer workshop in two segments. And we've already talked about the training school, the ballet gala, the dance and more. Excuse me, the ballet form and the dance and more. Um, After that happens, we start the next part of it with our convention, which... um, teachers can continue to expand on their education, but maybe it's a little bit more of dancing for themselves. Um, And then also during that second half of our uh, summer workshop, we do have a student honors program, which is kind of a benchmark, uh, graded curriculum, five different levels of, again, testing in ballet, tap, and jazz. Um, That is a program that can be used in the studio to help the um, dance instructors that work with them one on one weekly, um, you know, bring that knowledge to the student to say, This mm-hmm. is exactly how much you're learning right. in these forms. Um, so, we do have the Student Honors Program, and we also do have a small uh, competition that is linked to the education of dance.
1: Right, great. I think the Student Honors Program is a wonderful program that, kind of like with the teachers, with their own accreditation that's going on it's recognizing the levels of knowledge that the students have and um, they are awarded pins for each level in each discipline that they pass and uh, I know I've seen the students come in either with the pins on their display on their jacket or or on their bag or so on like that and then and then of course we have the um, status of Emeritus, emeritus student, emeritus mm-hmm. when they've passed all the levels in all the disciplines, and they and are
0: recognized with a lovely plaque. That's right. You know,
1: it's quite an meaning. accomplishment. It is,
0: and I think it's also a great stepping stone to prepare those that are interested for membership. They, right. That's what it is. Right. So, and they're comfortable
1: with the testing. The testing it's very and the much knowledge, the same. Yeah. Both
0: the written and the demonstrative.
1: Right, right. Right. And they're and they're growing up in the classroom and right. they're getting their education there. So, it's not like it's a trick question or anything like that. It's just assessing all of the things that are presented um, in the the learning session. And of course, the student session itself is a a wonderful, crazy three days of of sessions. And uh, I'm, I'm impressed at how much the students learn in a short amount of time, and the variety of different and I think the variety members. is so
0: important because <clears throat> a student maybe comes uh, only has studied ballet, tap, and jazz, but when they come here, they're exposed to maybe hip hop or lyrical, a different form that you know increases their education in the dance world to take back to the studio and add to right um, their studies.
1: And um, I know we've talked about this before about how. It's such a growth opportunity for students who maybe are not living in a um, large city Mm -hmm. where they are going to multiple studios and so on. Maybe they only have one teacher there and the student comes in and they're hearing things from the faculty. That are the same things that their teacher was saying, and all of a sudden, right. it it makes sense. You know, we've had them come back and say, "Oh, you know,
0: we and this." And I think that's I I know that just personally, when I have had a student attend either like dance in more or ballet form, um, just in those few short days, mm-hmm. they improve so much. They do, um, and I think it's that small group, intimate atmosphere the that. maturity of, right.
1: of what they're doing, what exactly. they're presented. And I think it's also good for students who maybe they're coming from a small school and they are the top of their class right. and, and they, they are the leader. And then they come and they see not necessarily that they're not the top of their class or their leader, but there's so much more out there. Mm-hmm. And it, it lets them know that no, you don't stop at this level, that you just keep going and learning and there's always something. And there's always
0: so much more out there that maybe you weren't aware of. Exactly. From your home base. It's
1: the exposure. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Right. Um, Speaking on that, I know this is not something that we do all the time, but again, in an effort to provide so many opportunities to our attendees, we have a command performance. Not every year, but uh, the whole point of that was to afford the opportunity for people who don't live in a metropolitan area to see performances, live dance performances by area companies from Chicago.
0: Professional companies that Mm -hmm. come in and, um, you know, it's just a different setting because we don't have the accessibility to a theater, but they are exposed to, we usually try to bring in Uh, Three different styles, ballet, tap, and jazz, um, ballet, modern, something. But it is really something for the students to see at a very affordable rate. Yes, yes, very
1: affordable Mm -hmm. and accessible and inspiring and and so on. So that's that's another wonderful opportunity for them. When we're talking about the convention, Mm -hmm. how does that differ from the training school, would you say? Would you say that that is... Um, would it be better for a young teacher to attend a training school or a convention, or does it gear itself more toward the teacher that's bringing students at the same time?
0: Well, of course I'm going to say it's best to attend both because each session has so much to offer in a different way. Um, Again, the training school is geared more towards how to teach mm-hmm. and the different grades of how to teach um, but you know at the same time the convention can be so beneficial mm-hmm. to learning as well because um, not only can a teacher dance for her, herself or himself but they can also go and learn so much at the different um, observing the different student rooms right and we have you know what seven student rooms running different levels. And so that's, you know, you learn by observing, so. Right, and they're, they have the opportunity to see their students interact with right. different
1: faculty members and how would they approach a or particular how, learning and because, situation. Um, I
0: think another one great thing of um, CNADM is the faculty that we have don't just give the class, they really do teach the class. I, so they really correct important. and, mm-hmm. you know, inspire. And so if you're a teacher coming in and um, you have another teacher helping your student improve, Mm -hmm. that's very beneficial to you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that that's a a really important thing. And again, when we're reaching out to the students Mm -hmm. at all these different levels, let's talk for a minute about the scholarship program. Um, We have an extensive uh, college, well not just college, but scholarship program all the way around. Can you talk about some of the different scholarships available? um
0: we do offer scholarships to member students um, students of members right right. Uh, to attend training school ballet gala or ballet form um, student session dance and more training school convention so that's one opportunity to get them here Mm -hmm. Um, but then also when they're on site we have a couple other Scholarship programs going on. We give out merit scholarships in each one of the levels, and we also have a wonderful college scholarship program where we have um, different levels of scholarships available mm-hmm. that the students go through. You know, an application. They send mm-hmm. in their work. They do their transcripts. But you know, then in turn, we have the recipients that once they're chosen we send that money to the college. So it is, again, continuing the education of dance outside of our organization. Right. And these scholarships are
1: available to members and students of members. Correct. And uh, the college scholarships are available to students' members or students of members. They must be um, a sophomore or right to older. already have that
0: one year <coughs> right. in college, knowing that this is what they want to do. They're going to continue to be, you know, something a dance major or minor, and
1: and right. then they're eligible. Right. So any minor or major student in the dance program, it doesn't matter what college no. they attend. No. Um, of course, it it is important that they have good grades, yes. because we do look at. Um, transcripts and their performance. performance. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Right. And and if they've been attending um, CNADM, if they grew up at CNADM and had been attending as a student in, uh, in student session or ballet forum or dance and more and so on, it's a wonderful progression. Mm-hmm. And again, it's just supporting the members right. and supporting the educational aspect of our organization.
0: Well and I and maybe you can touch a little bit more on this, but you know, we're talking about the college scholarships now and our fall session now has really gone to the college and career fair. Right. Where again that's that Education outside of our organization right. that we're promoting.
1: Right, we did. Um, we did talk about that in another podcast. Yeah. But again, for this general information podcast, uh, we have a two-day session right. that is. Uh, it invites. Over 20, I think we're up to about 25 different schools right now. And they have information booths available that are completely free mm-hmm. for people to come and interact and get information about schools and scholarships and so on. And I know we just had one of our college scholarship recipients this year. Mentioned that he's attending yeah. a school that he had no knowledge about until he attended yes, the college scholar, the college well. and career fair. And um, they have the opportunity to uh, have auditions, they have panel discussions. The auditions, if they are chosen by these schools, give them admission into the dance programs. So instead of making 27 different visits college to visits. different scho- uh, college visits, they can come here and get a lot of the information. They still have to be accepted into the school mm-hmm. itself, but it, it gives them an idea of, oh, I hadn't even thought about this school
0: been talking about, you know, uh, different opportunities for members and students of members, but I think it's really important to also say, you know, you don't have to be a member of our right. organization. Um, I think it's a very warm and welcoming informa- mm-hmm. uh, organization, and during our membership meetings, we have a non-membership meeting going on right next door at the same time to, you know, network or find out more information about the organization but you know our non members are certainly still here you know participating being a part videotaping right. we, we so welcome we just, welcome them and right.
1: i think that it's so important that cnadm we, we make sure that everyone understands that the main purpose of the organization is the education right. and so there are many benefits to becoming a member but certainly the attendance at the all of the sessions is the benefit it it's part of the benefit it's the the jumping off point so we welcome them and we hope that they learn a lot become uh, acquainted with us and make new friends and then hopefully they will become a member because we'd like them to join us so exactly
0: thank you for listening to this episode of cnadm's podcast Visit cnadm.com for more information on our resources and workshops and to find out how you can become a member.